Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. How's your journey going? Good? All over the place? Awesome? Whatever it is, I want you to know right now that it can always shift. Literally, your business can change in the next week. It can change in the next month. It can change in the next six months. You can have a completely different business, life, everything in such a short amount of time if that's what you believe in. And today, I want to give you some tips about how to start to shift your view on how you're interacting with your customers. Because as I always say in my little catchphrase, make lots of friends, make lots of money. The make lots of friends is first for a really big reason. Number one, I see you guys all as my friends. We might not know each other. (laughs) You know, we might have never talked or you've never posted or anything. But, you know, here's the thing. I know that because you like what I have to say, you know that I support and really love you through this medium, through this audio medium, that like we're friends. Maybe we're not friends in real life, but I think we probably could be. I think some of your best teachers, your best clients, your best customers, they're like your friends or someone you like want to hang out with outside of whatever business stuff you're doing. And so, you know, I really see customers, clients, as friends. And I think that in this episode, I want to make that really clear that it's not about money. It's not about followers. It's not about likes. It's not about comments. It's not about website visits. It's really about like how many friends are you out there trying to meet and talk to every day and make feel good, right? Because your friends make you feel good. (laughs) Think about the friends in your life who've been there for a while, Or maybe they're new friends, but like they're solid friends. Like I will say I have both. I have my girls from college and growing up that are just like solid. Like they're always there. They show up for everything. And I have new friends who I've met in the past couple years who very quickly, you know, we've gone from zero to 60 in our friendship really quickly because we just don't have any walls up now in our life. We're all just like really open and we're totally fine like sharing the deep, dark secrets and the fun stuff, right? So starting to think about what your friends, and I want to say your good friends, what your good friends provide for you, what you provide for them, how can we start to translate that into a store experience? So in this episode, I'm going to talk about, you know, how to really look at your store from your customer's experience and how to convert more of those people walking through the door, visiting your website into friends and therefore into customers. I want to remind you that the Booster Boutique podcast is 
as always, sponsored by the Boutique Elite Membership. This is my monthly membership program. It's basically an entire training library hosted online that you can access at any hour of the day. I have trainings in there from social media to mindset to e-commerce to visual merchandising. So much. We're adding more all the time. You also get access to a private Facebook group with me where I do monthly Facebook live coaching and I answer whatever questions you need answered. Basically, we got in a really great discussion last month. I also, in that Facebook group, am always encouraging you to share and help each other out too. So it's a really great program. I am in the process of adding so much more content this month in July of 2018. I'm excited to have some new members come in and get excited. If you're in the program, I'm always open to ideas that you have. So shoot those over to Holly at hello at stylishandsuccessful.com and we'll see what we can do to add them. If you're interested in joining the Boutique Elite membership, you can go to thatname.com and sign up and find out all the details. So it's www.boutiqueelitemembership, all one word, .com. Now, what are the things you need to think about? I want to tell you that I have two kind of guiding thoughts in my head as I talk about all this. And there are two things I recently heard from Guys, I listen to on the internet (laughs) who are marketing experts, okay? One is Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary is super aggressive. Actually, both these guys are really aggressive. So I can only handle them in bits and pieces because I like to kind of balance my aggressive side with my like loving and caring side, but they're always good for some, some nuggets. So Gary Vaynerchuk, I was watching a live stream he did a couple weeks ago, and he said that he's sick of people, business owners getting caught up in the idea of perfectionism and thinking they have to be perfect to run their business or their product has to be perfect before it gets out the door, you know, or their website has to be perfect before it's launched. His quote was really simple. He said, listen, don't let yourself drive the perfection. Let your customers tell you what's perfect. And of course I'm paraphrasing, but I love that idea. I love the idea of letting your customers tell you what's going right in your business. You know, they're going to do that in a couple ways. One, they're going to do that with their voice. Two, they're going to do that with their money. And three, they're going to do that with their time. How are they interacting with you in terms of time in person and online? So the second piece that I want to give you, and again, these are kind of like the two things that I've really just like dance around in my head the past week or two, coming into like filtering this seeing it through a boutique owner's eyes, right? That's what I want. That's what I'm always trying to do is like take advice and internet marketing and marketing tips in general and sort of filter them to you guys so that you don't have to do the work about shooting in the dark. Like let me get all that and like filter it to what I think how it applies to a boutique business, right? The second guy I heard speak was Grant Cardone. Now, Grant Cardone is famous for his 10x rule. He's wrote a book, uh, many books, uh, one being the 10x rule. And he was on stage and he was speaking about the idea that he doesn't buy from people he doesn't know. And so this, again, goes back to my whole theory on making friends. So he said, you guys, like I, it's very, very rare that I buy anything from someone I don't know, especially something that's a higher ticket. Okay, so think about that. Who do you need to know you to buy from you? 
That's as easy as it goes, right? That's like super easy advice. So my first tip kind of in in thinking about this is I want you to write down and sort of visualize why your customer is walking through the door. Like what drove her to come through the door? Was she having a bad day? Does she need something for an occasion? Is she just browsing? Is she grocery shopping or delaying grocery shopping by coming in your store? What is the reason she is walking through your threshold? Or what is the reason she is checking you out on social media? Why is she clicking through to your website? What's guiding her to do that? Starting to view it from her perspective or his. I apologize. Most of my people are selling to women. And we know that women represent over 50% of sales. So... What is the overall experience that she's expecting and what can you give her? Those are sort of ethereal questions, but I really want you to step outside your store or, you know, use someone else's computer to look at your website. What is really going on as they're landing there, as they're walking through the threshold? Why are they coming in? What does that look like for them? That's going to start to really help you understand what their state of mind is coming to you, and how you can meet them where they are. And as you start to meet them where they are, then you're able to cater the experience to them, right? So my second tip here is like, let's start to think about the details of their experience with you. Diving into more of the details is really going to help you refine what you're doing. So in a brick and mortar, what does this look like, okay? This really looks like upselling. How are you adding on to what she's purchasing? Or how are you intuitively watching her shop and then kind of walking behind her, not obviously like creepily walking behind her, but noticing, right? What is she picking out? What does her eye seem to catch on? How can you pull things that are based on what your intuition is telling you she wants? And maybe this isn't for every customer, right? But what's the upsell strategy, okay? And and I did an entire episode about how to upsell. So I'd love for you to go back and, and look at that. But how are you helping her shop? Because I think a lot of customers, as much as they are walking in thinking, I'm going to individually go through the store, I don't think many women have a problem with a really great friendly salesperson coming over and saying like, I saw that you pulled that out. Actually, this style would look really great on your figure. Or I saw that you really love that maxi skirt. We actually have like a cute top that comes in that color. And I feel like you might actually like the top better. Or, oh, that top that you're trying on, it looks so good with this necklace. Do you want to try it on while, like, here, put it on while you have the shirt on, right? We're just like slowly upselling. Again, it's we're thinking about the details of our customer's experience. What is she going to appreciate? What is she going to be excited about? And again, it's not about selling more, okay? Like, yes, that's the end result. But step one is thinking about the detail of how you can address her needs as she's coming through. How can you make her look better? How can you make her feel better, right? That's really the experience that we're providing for our customers in the store. Also, are you thinking about any kind of perks as she comes in? right? So when I say perks, that can mean anything from like providing a small bottle of water if it's a hot day, a cup of coffee if it's a cold day. That can mean a perk like a VIP club. Maybe she gets points. Maybe she gets discounts, right? Maybe 
you're running some kind of promotion that they get a free gift with purchase. What are those details that, you know, get your person excited, get your customer like feeling really special, right? The other piece of this in details for a brick and mortar store would be thinking about like seating and nooks and areas for friends, husbands, maybe even kids. I tend to think that a lot of women don't bring their kids in shopping, but it does happen. You know, I had a coloring station in this really like kind of dead part of my store. I couldn't put anything else in it. I was like, oh my God, it's like perfect for a tiny table and some coloring books and crayons. And like, there were definitely some kids that were into it. You know, some of the kids weren't because there's lots of sparkly things, but some of them definitely were for like two minutes and it gave their mom like time to chill and, and get to shop. So how are you thinking about those little details as people who come in that maybe aren't super interested in shopping? Let them hang out. All of these can 100% also apply if you have a mobile boutique. And I know you don't have a ton of room to play, but when I had the fashion truck, I always had chairs outside the truck by the stairs. And I will tell you, at certain markets and events, they had butts in them all the time. (laughs) People were always sitting down. So do not ever underestimate the power of a spray-painted folding chair, okay? (laughs) And you can get fancy, but listen, I just took folding chairs and spray-painted them teal, and they worked. Now, what does this look like when you're online? It's a little bit different, obviously, right? But I think online, you're always wanting to think about the customer interfacing with the experience of the website. So how can you make shopping easier? How can you make the checkout easier? I find that a lot of times when I go to checkout for something, and Amazon recently like redid some of their checkout stuff, and I'm, I'm like, whoa, wait, hold on. I want to add more stuff. I'm stuck here. You know, they, they made it a little bit awkward. So I want you to really look at your checkout process, look at your you know shipping, your billing information, like go through, and you can very easily do this by adding like a product that's like, one penny or something, right, on your website, go through the entire process. Like type your credit card in, add your billing address, add all your stuff, see how long it takes you. See if there's places where you get frustrated. Have a friend do it. Have your husband do it. Have your teenage daughter do it. Ask them, like, where do you feel stuck? Is there an area you're not noticing? I was recently working with one of my mastermind clients and We were going through the checkout and she's like, I don't understand. I have so many people that get to the checkout page and then leave. And so we went to the checkout and I was, and I added something to my car and I'm going through the checkout with her and I'm like, oh, I was like, well, number one, like, I don't want to see this here. Like that kind of freaks me out. And number two, like, I thought that there was some kind of discount. Like, when do I get free shipping? Like, what does that look like? And she's like, oh, you need to add more things to your cart. And I was like, well, where does it say that? Like, I wish it just said it, you know, here. And you couldn't see it. Like, You couldn't see where she was saying, like, add 15 more dollars to your cart and you'll get free shipping. Like, I couldn't see it the way I was looking at the the checkout area. So again, it's just like those little details that sometimes a friend or a coach or, you know, someone that's not looking at it all the time, they can see that for you. So go through your checkout, understand what that really looks and feels like. Shop your own site. Is it easy? Go shop other people's sites. Is it easy? What are they doing? How can you learn from someone who's maybe a couple steps ahead of you on what they're doing on their website? What else are you doing on your website to make it easy to buy? So we know that good descriptions, they don't have to be long, they have to be good, (laughs) are very valuable. Measurements can be really valuable. Sizing information. How do your customers want to consume sizing information? How are they thinking about themselves in their 
their body? Are they really measuring themselves or are they judging themselves against the model and the picture, right? How much are we actually adding detail there? And one thing that I have found to be so helpful as I, you guys know, I'm like six foot one. And one of the things I find to be so helpful when I'm shopping online is reviews, a website like Nordstrom, I mean, they have so many reviews on everything. It's crazy. But if you can get people to review things, that is like golden. Reviews sell me every time or they don't sell me because I'm like, oh, this isn't right for me. But at least it gives me that knowledge that the product is real. People have used it. People have worn it. So encouraging your current customers or people that shop with you already to go and leave reviews, incentivizing that, like, hey, leave a review and you'll get 15% off your next order. So valuable, okay? So add that. Make sure your descriptions are great. And also, how are you following up with your customer after? Obviously, you want to add some kind of abandoned cart email if you can, if you get their email somewhere in that process right away as they're starting to check out. The other thing is, again, after they've purchased, and Amazon does this, sellers on Amazon are doing this now. You know, they're going through the portal on Amazon. They're saying, like, hey, how's your purchase? Do you love it? We'd love to get a review from you. We'd love to give you a discount on your next purchase. You know, getting people to come back. Repeat customers are golden. So, how are you nurturing that customer and giving her a good experience even when she's off your website? So important to think about. So thinking about all these little details, I know it seems like sort of overwhelming to some of you, but it's so important to think about these because it's really truly that entire holistic experience that a woman's going to come back to you for. Lastly, and I think this might even be the most important thing, honestly, is how is a woman leaving your store feeling? What is your intention as she leaves the store? One of the things I always said is, I want women to feel better when they leave than they can, when they came in. And it doesn't like mean like, oh, I have to turn their entire day around. You know, it can just mean like, oh, I made them laugh once, you know, or like made them smile or maybe just my energy, my presence is making them feel better because I'm high vibe and I wasn't that high vibe in my store. So. But the idea that I could affect their mood, I could affect their day, that's huge. I think a lot of us forget because we get caught up in all the other stuff. We like forget that our mission as boutique owners is to make women feel good, period. We make women feel good. We make them see their bodies differently. We make them feel amazing while they're trying things on. We give them new ideas. I know that so many of you from working with me, listening to me, because I'm empowering you to feel good and do a great job in your boutique, you're turning around and you are changing more pe- women's lives. Like I feel like you guys, I always think of you guys listening, I always think of you as like kind of my little spirit team. Like you guys are like going out and you, like because I'm cheering you on, you're like cheering all these other people on, your employees, your customers, your students, your patients, your clients in, in your hairdressing booth. I know so many of you guys have multiple lives. My goal in cheering you on is that you have the energy and the excitement and the drive and the internal light flickering so that you can go help someone else make their light brighter. Honestly, like that's why I do all this. I want to spread light in the world, okay? And this is the way I know to do it is to help you guys. So just 
No. When people come into contact with you and you're helping them and you're making them feel good and that's like really your intention is like when someone interacts with me, whether it's online or in store or you know on my website, they feel good because like the pictures are cute or we look happy in the pictures or my descriptions are funny or they come in the store and my energy's good. My music's fun. I'm dancing around. I'm having a good time. That is your way of changing the world. That is your way of making the world a better place. So don't ever discount what you do in your boutique. We get so caught up in just being like, oh, we created this business. We have to make money. We have to like post on social media. Really guys, like zoom out. You're creating so much goodness in the world. And I'm like getting chills because I'm just so proud of so many of you. Really, I'm proud of all of you for listening, (laughs) number one. So many of you guys, you're interacting with hundreds of women a month, maybe thousands of women a month. Gosh, that's like just, it kind of blows my mind. I don't like actually know if I can think about how much impact you guys are making on the world. It's like so cool. So whenever you're having a tough day, whenever you're feeling like, wow, like what's going on with my customers? What's going on in my store? Just take a step back and think about your intention for opening the doors. What was your intention? What gets you excited to work with these women? Think of your favorite customer, your favorite customer interaction and go back to that and think like, oh my gosh, what if I could make every woman feel that way? That's the mission. Make every woman feel like a supermodel, a superwoman walking out that door. And I know that you have the power and the light to do that. So don't forget that. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you'll start thinking about your store from a customer perspective. And I hope if you're struggling with that, that maybe you could even go into some stores and go shopping for a day and see what the customer experience is at other stores from your own perspective and what can you learn from that. That's always a great exercise to do is actually go and interact with other businesses that are similar to yours and see what you can learn, see what you can take away. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I appreciate you. I love you. And I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.